Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greetings, everyone. It's time for another episode before the paywall. It's Andrew. Mm-hmm. It's Ben. And uh, we are we have a few addendums, actually, for the last couple episodes. So we're going to spend oh, yeah. some time on that before we go behind the paywall. So uh, we'll start with some from uh, last week before we go into the stuff for this week. Uh, so last week was the almost Batman. Uh, and we covered all the actors who were almost Batman. But we left off a couple. So there was one of them who didn't even announce himself as almost being a Batman until after we released it. But there are... Um, these are other Batman who are outside of the official live-action movies and TV shows that we covered in the uh, in the podcast last week. So uh, we didn't cover fan films, and the biggest Batman fan film was Batman Dead End from uh, Sandy Colora, and uh, it starred Clark Bartram as Batman. But he was not the first choice. One aspect I forgot to bring up in last week's episode was that the original choice was Sly Stallone. So, oh man. Thanks to our friend Gregoris for reminding us about Stallone, and I believe this collage here is from Ryan Unicomb, uh, with images from the Behind the Mask documentary, which goes behind the scenes of that fan film. It's an hour and a half documentary about like an eight-minute fan film, but it, it's worth watching. Uh, but uh, the director Stallone talks about being a fan film. Yeah, and and mind you, like this is. This is not necessarily before fan films existed, but it was before, like, it was, like, one of the major early internet fan films. And it's from, like, it's not from some random-ass people who are just bored and want to put something together with Halloween costumes. It's from people who've worked in movies. You know, Sandy Colora Mm -hmm. is, you know, somebody who's worked on um, those movies, I believe, in terms of Alien and Predator. For those who haven't seen Batman Dead End, it's got Batman versus Joker. And it starts off as, like, a Batman versus Joker movie, but then very quickly goes into uh, having Alien and Predator in it as well uh yes, so i remember this i saw this way in back this, in the day yeah in the early i remember seeing all the praise for this and downloading this fan film through dial-up internet because this is 2003 and is waiting for maybe i don't know maybe a couple hours <laughs> to watch this because <laughs> everyone was yeah. saying this was the shit uh and so and you know it was for 2003 when you didn't like the last batman movie you ever saw in live action was batman and robin and you're just dying for any sort of live action batman content (laughs) Uh, it's not like now where he's like all over the place but uh at this time apparently the director's lawyer put him in touch with stallone stallone invited him to his house and stallone from a career perspective was kind of on a downswing he had not done expendables yet or the you know the re 
the I guess the requills or the, the sequels of like Rocky Balboa and John Rambo yet. Like he hadn't gone up on that upswing yet. So he was mm-hmm. just looking for other things. And according to the documentary, Stallone is actually a big Batman fan, according to one of the people in the interview. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and so he agreed to be in the role and there are molds made of him with the cowl on, as you can see here. Uh, and the idea was to have him as Batman. And since uh, that was appealing, uh, Mark Hamill agreed to be the Joker in live action, provided that Stallone was Batman. So we could have had Stallone yeah. as Batman and Mark Hamill as Joker in this fan film, which is insane to think about. But, uh, you know, because of the fact it was a fan film, Stallone's reps were nervous about him being a part of this. You know, also, it's like they don't have the rights to Batman. It's also like an untested director. It's not like a major director for like a major thing. Like they just thought that this was not going to work out. So Stallone pulled out. And when Stallone pulled out, uh, Mark Hamill pulled out as well, since, you know, his main draw was working with Stallone as Batman. But man, Mm -hmm. that could have been interesting. But it does go into uh, an interesting history with Stallone and Batman, because that was 2003 when Dead End came out. In 2008, Frank Miller said that Stallone was his choice to play Batman if there was ever a Dark Knight Returns movie. Uh, Miller said, quote, just that mouth of his, the scowl and the way it would look in a mask. I loved Rocky Balboa, this wounded warrior. That's what Batman is in Dark Knight Returns. Um, That's awesome, dude. I can totally see it. Me too. Yeah, like I've seen some people criticize this and I'm like, look, I probably couldn't really see Sly in the Rocky era as like a traditional Batman, but I can see him as the Dark Knight Returns Batman. You know, he's the older grizzled big dude version of it. Like that's that's something that I could could definitely see, even though like I've always had the reservation if they do a Dark Knight Returns movie, it does. It just has more impact when it's an actor who's already played the role, just like with Batman Beyond. But I mean, I'd let it slide if it's if it was Stallone, you know, like I could, I'd be OK with it. Um, I was actually kind of surprised, too, that uh, Stallone was a big Batman fan, because in 2010, around the time of the Expendables, uh, Stallone blamed the decline of action heroes on Batman 89. Actually, he said, quote, the action movies changed radically when it became possible to Velcro your muscles on. <laughs> So uh, uh, that's interesting because they always say they always talk about the '80s heroes, yeah, being all jacked with with Schwarzenegger and Van Damme, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and Dolph Lundgren, everybody. So, man, yeah, that's wow. I never thought about that particular influence. Yeah. yeah, he said, "quote It was the beginning of a new era. Era the visual took over. The special effects became more important than the single person. That was the beginning of the end." And wow. um, that's interesting. You, you can kind of see that too, right? Cause like the major action movies these days, um, I mean, most of them are superhero movies, right? Where like the main stars are the, the property, uh, more so than the actors. Um, and then yeah, I guess no one I mean, gives a this... fuck about Daniel Radcliffe. Everybody just, <laughs> everybody just wants to see Harry Potter, yeah, Harry Potter. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so like outside of like Keanu is John Wick and the fast and the furious movies. There's just not really a lot of ones that are just like action movie with, these stars in it you know like that's those are the main ones and even then they're not as like young as you know um stallone and arnold were in the 80s i don't think it's because the it's because genre genre film has won it was Mm -hmm. like i remember i think i've heard some quote i'm just paraphrasing here but robert england the guy that plays freddy krueger he said Mm -hmm. he said something like something to the effect of like whenever he was first starting to work in movies like horror and fantasy and everything. we got like the worst lots 
they were mm-hmm. like considered B-movie schlock. And a lot of it was, for sure. But then people started to slowly figure this out. And he's, he said that, like, now look at it. Like, that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. It's all about genre movie, which is horror, fantasy, sci-fi, superhero stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, again, you know, it's it's the, we say it all the time, but the nerds won. At least we're winning now. You know, yeah. they'll there'll probably be a day when the AI overlords uh, <laughs> decide something different for us. But for right now, lose. we're we're on a roll. Yeah, I know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, for sure. So uh, Stallone doesn't seem to hold this against the character, however, considering what was said in the Dead End documentary. And then in a later interview, this might have been a Reddit AMA, but um, he apparently was asked about like, hey, like Frank Miller said you would be a great Batman in Dark Knight Returns. How do you feel about that? And Stallone said that he uh, was open to it, found it intriguing, and liked the idea of asking, you know, at that age, like, do you still have fire in the gut? Um, you know, do you still have the desire to do this? That type of thing. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, Stallone also expressed interest in The Punisher as well. Um, but, mm-hmm. I mean, that's his buddy Dolph's part, <laughs> uh, as far as I'm concerned, from that era. But yeah. uh Stallone did, of course, get to be part of comic book movies thanks to James Gunn. He's in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and he's King Shark in the Suicide Squad, and maybe he'll be King Shark again. Who knows? Um, But (laughs) His defining role. (laughs) But James Gunn would turn that into something so incredible, I feel like. Monsters, nom nom. (laughs) He'd he'd make us cry at a King Shark movie. So... Uh, Stallone does actually get to play a superhero coming out of retirement in the Amazon movie Samaritan. So that might be the closest we get to seeing him in a Dark Knight Returns type of thing. But yeah, that's one of the almost Batman I did not include because I just forgot about it because I was only thinking about like major productions. Uh, But yeah, uh, that was pretty intense. But the other actor who announced himself last week after we premiered the episode was Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, So we didn't really get to cover almost Batman in terms of voice acting. Cause I didn't really find a lot of like, it's not like Kevin Conroy, like, you know, in, in beat has famously Mark Hamill replaced Tim Curry for Joker, but there wasn't really like a guy cast before Conroy came in. I don't even know who else auditioned at that time for it. I'm sure there, there were name actors who did it. I just don't have any information about that. But Rosenbaum recently said that he auditioned for the voice of Batman in the upcoming Batman Cape Crusader show, uh, which is cool. Uh, Rosenbaum, of course, is known for playing Lex Luthor in Smallville, and he uh, has done a lot of voice acting across the DC animated universe and, and films. He was the Wally West Flash in the Justice League cartoon, uh, and he was most recently seen in Guardians as Stallone's sidekick. So there's that other connection as mm. Martinex, and I think a lot of people kind of hope that he's going to come back as Lex Luthor in the Gunverse. I really doubt it, though. I don't think I think Gun's just going to go completely new on everybody. Uh, at this point, but uh, Rosenbaum said he auditioned for Batman, claimed they liked his Batman, but didn't care for his Bruce Wayne, which I mean, to me, that's interesting because I thought it would have been the opposite. You know, he's kind of known for playing more jovial characters, voice acting wise, you know, with Wally West. So, you know, you would think his like playboy Bruce Wayne type of thing would have just been that and his Batman would be a little bit, you know, out of the box. But turns out they might not have liked his Bruce Wayne. Maybe they thought it was too similar to Flash. I don't know, but uh, that's what he had said recently. So uh, I thought that was interesting. Would love to hear mm-hmm. what that audition sound like because I think he's awesome. But uh, that is uh, those are the almost Batman for us to uh, add to our list. 
but uh, nice. that was last week's episode. Uh, this week with Chicano Batman, we ranked the different bat cycles, and Andrew, you had an idea for the bat cycle to share. Okay, yeah. So uh, <laughs> think of this as being red for one. So the th- this is the Akira bike. So in my opinion, you know, what's the best bike in pop culture of all time? What I mean, if this is number one, what's number two, Ben? I can't even think of it like the adam maybe. west bite bat cycle i guess <laughs> yeah, maybe the bat cycle actually the bat cycle itself like one of the iterations yeah. probably the, probably the you know the um the adam west one and and honestly the because of the showcase the dark knight one was probably pretty yeah. good yeah but Those two. i think you know you don't even have to be an anime fan probably to agree that the akira bike you know the anime the, the 80 the late 80s anime um you know that's like the most popular bike of all time and you know i agree it's it's like the most awesome bike in fucking pop culture history in my opinion so when we did the bike i wanted to say this but i I guess i forgot to say it on on air but this is what i this would be my ideal bat cycle would be this what i did was i googled black akira bike and of course i found it because it's google um, mm-hmm. this, this guy, Ryan Hong seems to have made it, uh, it looks like pretty much the same, except it's black. I don't mm-hmm. think there's any other changes really. Um, it makes it more realistic too, of course, but, uh, and like, if you can imagine this bike here, change it up a little bit, add some more bat scallops here and there, you know, mm-hmm. bat wing motif, kind of like how on the Matt Reeves one, has the bat scallop coming out like they people were joking like it would it would poke his chest or whatever like yep. around the the handlebars mm-hmm. something like that incorporate that into this design um because you gotta switch it up a little bit right <laughs> but yeah i would i would face it heavily on this and mm-hmm. uh maybe maybe even make it like blue and gray too you know like even mm-hmm. more to- toyetic because mm-hmm. This black is cool, and it depends on what Batman himself looks like going forward in the DCU. But, mm-hmm. but, but, like I do, maybe because I'm just attached to the, I'm, I'm attached to the red with Akira. The Akira one is like it just that red just really pops, man, and the stickers that it has mm-hmm. on it and shit. It's just it's it's from a biker gang essentially, like a type of Hell's Angels in Japan. So, um, like that it has that kind of vibe. Batman wouldn't have that kind of vibe, but you know, like. Yeah, the, the, what I'm trying to say is like the red pops, the black pops a little less, but you kind of need the black mm-hmm. uh, if, if it's a certain kind of Batman. And if it's not that type, then the blue and gray, which would be ridiculously toyetic and uh, I think would be really perfect, um, especially if it's a blue and gray Batman going forward uh, in the mm-hmm. gun verse. So, um, you know, I, I to me, it's this this is like if I was directing it's just like i would this would be my first note like like put make it like this but more bat like and uh put uh you know bat symbols on it you know where it needs to go like if the, like especially if it's all black like this then you need the yellow one right well i guess it'd be yellow anyway but like that yellow symbol mm-hmm. pop, would just totally pop on this it would yeah on this fucking bike man it's yeah, just I could so see that cool. on a toy yeah it's i mean yeah dude this is really it and <laughs> jordan peele like copied this with in nope like the akira mm-hmm. slide and fucking mm-hmm. batman the animated series did this with robin 
yeah, we prepared this. <laughs> um, so in the Batman so, '89 comic, right here, in the Batman '89 comic. So this is actually look, it's an homage. It's been, kind of been homage left and right, but I mean, my God, dude, it's. I mean, put a special thanks in the credits or something, you know. Uh, but like that slide is just so iconic. Uh, I don't think that the a, a cycle sliding like that with a camera dolly oh no a crane up like that would be trademarked by uh the anime company you know what i mean i, I think mm -hmm. it's fine especially if the bike so design itself is different and the suit's different mm -hmm. so i mean i would dude i know it's been done probably a lot at this point but i would do that too i would just add that <laughs> scene i yeah. imagine batman doing that with his cape because that's another thing you know canada um i think yeah it's canada on the bike it's been a while since i've seen the movie but canada on the bike um he's fucking uh he doesn't have a cape you know so like mm -hmm. that would be that would be a really cool image he has a cape here and 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 the bat and the robin one so mm -hmm. it was just like that imagery would be so fucking cool man you know there's really a lot they could do with this um outside of uh, making another awesome action showcase um yeah but yeah, I love it, dude. I, I just think I think that's that's really the way to go. They kind of, you know, it's one of the few balls they dropped on the Musket Muschietti's design. Everything else looking mm -hmm. pretty pretty fucking awesome. Like I can just totally imagine this kind of bike in Muschietti's world. You know, yeah. imagine that bat wing with this bat cycle. That's just like the perfect combo, dude. That would be so mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, uh, just add the bat motif to this. And uh, yeah, for our fan artists out there, like, hey, use this as a base. Show us what you got. Let's see a bat cycle version of this. Yeah, and we'll link this in the description, the, this Ryan Hong link as well, so you guys can go straight to the source. And Ryan Hong, if you're out there, you know, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just to make some fan art together. Yes. That's all. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So, yeah. So yeah, uh, last thing before we go behind the paywall and explore the other Bat Family Bat Cycles, because that's we're going to be ranking the other Bat Cycles that have been in live action that the rest of the Bat Family have been driving. But um, we're going to go on spring break for a little bit. The main show oh, yeah. will be uh, out for a little bit, but we will be back the week that The Flash releases, actually. The next episode we record will probably get released on June 12th, I would think. Full disclosure, guys, I see my family twice a year, once... Mm -hmm. In the middle of the year, I usually see them earlier than this, like early spring. But I'm going to go see my family, uh, take a little bit of a vacation, uh, and that, and then we're just going to take a little bit of a break. And and then my other break that I take is in Christmas. So there's that is uh, Christmas and New Year's. So um, and that and this gives Ben a little bit of a break to uh, from all <laughs> from all the research and shit. So. Mm -hmm. So we'll be back and better than ever. But yeah, just a, just a heads up on that one. Yeah. When you tell me you're on vacation, I'm just like, all right, well, that's my vacation <laughs> too. Cause I'm like, ah, oh, cool. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm obviously cool with it. So yeah, we'll, we'll be back for the main show stuff on June 12th. Uh, Patreon will, we'll let you guys know we, what we got in mind for that. But, um, until then, I guess, uh, we got one more main show episode coming out on Monday um that uh we're really looking forward for you guys to see and then uh, we'll be on a bit of a break after that so uh, okay that's about it all right everybody we'll see you behind the paywall oh yeah if you want uh, the rest of this episode please go to patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod this the rest of this episode can be found behind 
uh, you know, at the five dollar tier, <laughs> uh, and then you can binge us for a month if you want. One hundred and seventy plus episodes for five bucks. Uh, if you can get all that done in a month, bravo! Uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. We will see you behind the paywall now. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 